This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Welcome back, everybody, to the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. I'm Brandon Worth, and so happy to return. I know it's been a minute. Life's been crazy here at the beginning of the college fall semester. But we are back, and we're back with a banger. Episode 6 of the series will be covering my sport of choice, cross country, and all the success coming on throughout this season. It's going to be a great episode. Before we get into the thick of it, just a reminder of our podcast sponsors. Those include, obviously, the United States Air Force, as well as Johnson's Automotive, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Alter Care Big Rapids, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Motor the Macassiola Transit Authority, Misiola Tech, and the Misiola Career Center. We thank all of those sponsors for making this podcast possible. Without further ado, let's get into it. This is the biggest week for high school cross country. It's state finals week. The trip to Brooklyn will be pursued by many talented individuals as well as teams from the local area, and we'll highlight all of those individuals and teams that would be making the trek to Michigan International Speedway this weekend. But when it came up to this point with postseason racing, there were certainly some teams that stood out, including many of them punching their ticket to the Speedway with some dominant performances. And one of those, no doubt, was the Reed City Boys Squad. They were a team to watch coming in this season. And after winning the CSAA Gold Conference title and placing second at the Region 20 Championship, the boys punched their ticket for the first time as a team to the state final since 1984. Congratulations to Coach Saladin and that squad certainly warms my heart seeing that as a former Reed City alumnus. So honored to see that group succeed. But leading the way for the Coyotes, uh, sophomore Gus Rohde as well as junior duo Ryan Allen and Anthony Kianis. This team has certainly proved themselves as one of the best in the area. And when I asked Anthony Kianis about the team's work ethic, he believes this team still has things they can do better upcoming. I think Gus and I are doing really well at staying up there to the top. We've been doing really well at staying consistent throughout the year, staying up in the top group there. Uh, Ryan's fallen in great. I think we can improve on our times, though, get better placing in conference and regional. But there's a lot of room for improvement right now, I feel. And overall, we have a great team. Finishing behind the Coyotes in second were the Central Montcalm Hornets, who were led by top-ranked freshman at one point, Division Three Gage Hoffman. The Hornets were a deep team led by veteran depth, which helped them place third and qualify as a team from Region 21 in the Allendale race. For the Cardinals of Big Rapids, they were led by senior and first-time cross-country competitor Owen Westerkamp and veteran senior Ben Knuth. Coach Bennett certainly had a lot of successes in his first year at the helm of Big Rapids and will certainly look to make some noise with those two individuals competing at the state finals this weekend. Kent City remains the top former silver team, led by current CSAA individual champion and state qualifier Samuel Martini. With a boost from their bottom three scores, this team has a lot to look forward to next season and could be a team to watch. White Clown started their season off on a very high note, finishing in some notably tough races near the top to start the year. And Coach Adwood and the Indians almost earned their third straight trip to MIS as a team, including a top seven finish a year ago. Tri-County also will be a team to watch moving forward as 
franchise head coach and my former collegiate teammate Weston Rackley has begun to turn the Viking program around. Ramon Hernandez leads Tri-County as an all-conference honoree and will continue his season at the state finals this weekend. Rounding out the list of the local teams in the CSAA are Chippewa Hills, Morley Stanwood, Grant, and Nuego in respective standings. Many of these teams have history of elite individual competitors that will also be continuing their seasons this year. One of them is Brody Delameter of the Grant Tigers, as well as Jake O'Neill of the Warriors, who finished third overall at the home regional race last weekend, as well as Tyler Vining of Molly Stanwood and Colson Crusan of White Cloud. Over in the Highland on the men's side, last year's champ Manton repeated as boys champs despite their loss of now Michigan State freshman Noah Morrow. Senior leadership of Logan Patrick and Noah Moffitt as well as a group of young talent gave the Rangers promise after good races early on in the season as well to finish it out in the conference championship. Right behind was McBain and Lake City, two teams who tied only 16 points behind Manton in the conference opener. The Trojans, led by Paxson Hall and Enzo gagliardi Ramaho, edged out the Ramblers despite McBain's Clayton Englewright's performance taking second overall. Beale City and Ross Common both began the season with a lot of opportunity, including a breakout campaign for Aggie Owen Gross, who will be competing at MIS this weekend in the Division Four race. For other local programs like Pine River and Everett, finishing the season with improvement certainly gives their programs light going into the offseason. Over to the women now, it's certainly been Central Montcalm's show this season. They've came out with an absolute vengeance after a loss last year in the CSAA Gold Championship at Brandstrom Park. The Hornets swept the conference slate on the women's side to take the 2022 title. Returning sophomores Kaya Hoffman, as well as Ashley Chapanis, as well as freshman breakout candidate Grade Coson swept the three of the top six spots in the title race on October 18th. Right behind were the Eagles of Kent City, led by Coach Evers and individual champion Lila Volkers. Their season certainly showed them as a very gritty team and one to watch next season. One of my dark horse contenders coming into this season were the Warriors of Chippewa Hills, led by longtime head coach Zach Hatfield, and the Warriors certainly showed their promise at the end of the season. After a dominant track season, their young group of talent made it to the state finals, courtesy of a qualification third overall on their home regional last Friday. When I spoke to Coach Hatfield earlier this season, he was talking about major things that they can do coming down the stretch, and now it's certainly time for the tapering to begin. You know, the goals run fast at the end of October and November. I mean, that's the ultimate goal in cross country. So you want to be your best then. So right now, you know, they're grinding through things and, and learning as they go, and, and then as, they, as we start to back off and, and do some things, they're going to, um, I think, really see some times drop. Based on the conference opener, it looked like Nuego and Tri-County would be taking those next two spots, but it certainly shook out differently down the stretch. Big Rapids, Reed City, and Morley sitting right behind with individuals all inside the top 16. These teams all showed promising depth going into the final campaign. It ended up being Reed City, the team, that took that next spot in fourth, and for Coach Saladin, certainly a boost for the girls' program that is still learning and improving each and every day. Well, the women's team as a whole, we're pretty young. You know, uh, we've got our leader, Nora Smoose, and uh, she's a senior and uh, captain this year. And um, she's just a really strong runner and a great leader. And uh, other than that, our other top four or five runners after that are sophomores and freshmen. And they've got the experience from last year, but they're still really learning how to race. You know, there's a difference between running and racing and, and getting into that mindset about being competitive throughout 
Norris Smooths will represent the Reed City Coyotes individually in the Division Three girls race this weekend alongside Miranda McNeil of Moley Stanwood and Remington Arney of the Nuego Lions. Rounding out the list is White Cloud and Lakeview who battled low numbers to field teams in the 2022 season but certainly showed some promise throughout the year and certainly look to get their program on track after this offseason. Over in the Highland, the Beale City girls nearly pulled off an upset over popular pick and back-to-back champion now Manton Rangers losing only by seven points. Tough one there for Beale City. With a boost from seniors Kaylee Locke as well as Hayden Armstrong, the Aggies qualified for the state meet with a third place finish in the Region 30 race. Hadley Saylor as well as Chloe Colton will also be competing individually for the Rangers. Rounding out the Highland was McBain, who was led by standout sophomore Chelsea Isinga, followed by Pine River and Lake City. Ringling of the Bucks also qualified for the state finals with a breakout performance last weekend. And also shout out to the Farwell Eagles who will be making a trip to the finals thanks to a second place finish in the regional with great performances from the Sponseller sisters as well as sophomore Isabel Epper. Those are the individuals and those are the teams that have completed a grand season for those and for some others. It keeps going this weekend. The granddaddy of them all at Michigan International Speedway. The whole 90 days of work comes down to one final race with the state's best alongside on the starting line. It's a pleasurable experience and certainly one of my favorite moments and one of the favorite moments these athletes will certainly cherish forever. While it is a notably weather-dependent course, anything can happen on any given day. It really depends on who shows up that day, who is prepared the best, and who races the best. Certainly going to be one of the great races. I will be looking forward to hopefully being there myself to see it. It is certainly going to be an absolute fun time to see all these area teams show out against a lot of the state's best and some that even have better resources than us. So it is certainly be one to watch. There will be information out and you can find the race start times as well as the names of the teams individually competing locally on the latest news post. You can check that out on the website, WBRN.com, and the Big Rapids Daily News on social media. But that's going to do it for Episode 6. We know it's been a long time, and I thank you guys for being able to stay with us. We'll have more episodes hopefully posted out throughout the rest of this year going into next year, and I look forward to continuing this process along as time may be. I know I'm really busy, but I still want to get out some great episodes for you guys. But until then, this has been the West Michigan Sports Show, and before we go, we'd always like to thank all of our sponsors for making this possible. Those include the United States Air Force, Johnson's Automotive, Quality Car and Truck Repair, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Alter Care Big Rapids, Moto the Macassiola Transit Authority, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, Misiola Tech, and the Misiola Career Center. Thank you all for your support of the West Michigan Sports Show. But until next time, this is Brandon Wirth signing off here on WBRN. <laughs>